You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics DFS Rundown. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, the DFS Rundown, episode 121. This is week 10 DFS Rundown. Um... Feels good to be back, y'all. I hope y'all missed me last week because I definitely missed y'all. Um, not entirely. I was in I was in Mexico, so I was having some fun, having a good time with my wife. But I'm back, ready to talk some DFS with y'all on this fine Sunday morning. Um, uh, you know, again, as I always do on this on this show, just gonna run down some of my cash game picks, GPP picks, uh, each position, uh, value picks as well. Um, for each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, uh, tight end, defense and special teams, um, covering both sites, FanDuel and DraftKings. And um, yeah, just highlight some guys that I, uh, I'm i building around or putting into my lineups and things of that nature. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Starting with the quarterback position, um, and my cash game quarterback this week, it's got to be Kyler Murray, man, uh, going up against Buffalo. He's my top option. Uh, the, you know, the thing to do this year has been to pay up at the quarterback position, whether it's been Kyler or Josh Allen, um, you know, both interestingly enough in this game, you know, or Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. But either way, the quarterback position has been scoring a ton. Uh, we need a guy that can score 30 plus. Um you know, Murray, he's 8,800 on FanDuel, 8,000 on DK. He's got the top matchup of the week in terms of fancy points per drop back versus fancy points per drop back allowed. Um, going up against Buffalo, who's, again, they've just been terrible. But in addition to the matchup, you got a high total here, 56 points on this game, highest of the week to go along with a, a two-point spread here. So we could get a little back and forth with the cards having an implied to- team total of 29 points and you got to imagine Kyler would amount for most of that offensive output. Um, so yeah, Kyler, he's my he's my top cash game option this week. Uh, GPP option this week. Um, you know, obviously you could go Josh Allen. Uh, you know, obviously I'm you know huge proponent of Josh Allen in DFS. Um, again, just getting to play Kyler uh, for a hundred dollars more on, on FanDuel. Forget the price discrepancy on DK, but not by much. Um, by the way, getting to play Kyler Murray, that's what I really want to do this week. Uh, Russell Wilson, though, he's 8900 on FanDuel, 7700 on DK. Um, you know, this is uh, this one is more about the slate. Uh, we Obviously, we could have some weather concerns uh, in a few games. This one has a high total. Uh, going to an, another game could be costly and, and, you know, may not provide the upside that we're looking for. Uh, people may not be on Russ with him being priced 
uh, very close to both Kyler and Allen on both sides. You know, a lot of people probably going to be playing Jared Goff as well. Uh, so he makes a very nice leverage play, Russell Wilson does. Uh, and, you know, with him having the significantly better matchup, uh, well, Jared Goff has a significantly better matchup than Russ. Um, so, you know, pe- more people are going to be on Goff than they will be on Russ. Uh, Russ, you know, the matchup, obviously the matchup is tough, but it's not as important here. You know, it's another game without Carson, uh, meaning, that, you know, they lean on Russ a bit more in a game with the second highest total on the slate, uh, Seattle being two-point underdogs. Um, you know, you've pretty much got the same scenario in this game that you do in the Buffalo-Arizona game. The only difference is the matchups are much better for both teams in the Buffalo-Arizona game as opposed to the Rams. Uh, you know, the Rams in, in, in the Seattle game uh, where the matchup is only good for one side of the, of, of the team. But Vegas isn't afraid of... of you know, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks not being able to keep pace. Um, so, yeah, Russ makes a ton of sense for me. Obviously, it always adds, um, you know, he can run. Uh, it's part of his game. He, he hasn't, you know, he doesn't unlock it all the time, but it's definitely something that he can do. Um, but then, you know, moving on, my value play at the quarterback position is going to be Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, gets to go up against the L.A. Chargers, 5,600 on DK, 6,800 on FanDuel. Now, honestly, you can go with either him or Derek Carr, who, you know, in my opinion, both are on in nearly identical situations from a, from a metric standpoint. I guess that's not really my opinion; that's just the metrics. But from a metric standpoint, they're they're in the same uh, nearly identical situations. But I'm going with Tua uh, because, and that's because of the opposition, right? Uh, Tua allows you access into a game with Herbert uh, without having to pay up for him. Uh, this game has a closer spread. I'm expecting a close a close shootout between these two young guns. Um, you know, whereas if we go with Carr, not only we have to bet on Carr, but we have to bet on Drew Locke to make it a game on the other side. Which, I mean, Drew unless Drew Locke wait, I mean, if, unless he doesn't wait until the fourth quarter, uh, you know, obviously that makes it still makes for fun and still makes for good for good scores and whatnot. I just think the upside is higher is higher in this game. But again. Carr, Tua, uh, nearly identical situations here. Um, moving on to the running back position. At running back, my cash game running back is going to be Aaron Jones. He's 8,800 on FanDuel, 7K on DK. The matchup is uh, Jacksonville, so it's nice, man. Six most fancy points to the running back position on both sides. Uh, Jones, in return from the calf injury last week, saw 20 touches. Didn't light up the box score, but this game here provides an opportunity for that, for just that to happen. Uh, there's expected to be high winds along with some snow in this game. So this could be a nice spot here for Jones versus one of the league's worst run defenses. Um, you know, my GPP running back, it's got to be Nick Chubb, 8,200 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DK. My man is officially back, finally. Um, my ride or die this season, he's my start of the week this week, and it and it's just in time for this matchup versus Houston. Uh, you know, their their defensive line is 31st in Football Outsiders adjusted line yard metrics. Um, the Cleveland offensive line is third in the league uh, in in the uh, in Football Outsiders adjusted line yards. You know that combination right there is the highest on the week. Uh, and and so you include the win that may be a factor in this game. Uh, and, you, and you could go back to leaning, or the Browns could go back to leaning on their stud running back here and Nick Chubb. Um, obviously, I want to. 
I want to say we could play Chubb and Cash, but I don't know if we really can, to be honest. It's a little bit risky, um, but the matchup is so nice. It would be uh, tough to miss out on a good game. Plus, Chubb still leads the NFL. He's he's bit, he's missed four games, uh, but he still leads the NFL in runs over 20 yards or more uh, at six. So uh, this guy, you know, there's a ceiling there uh, through his, you know, his big playability as well. So uh, I, I love Nick Chubb, uh, the player, but I, I love him this week, man, especially with this matchup against Houston. Well, speaking of Houston, uh, we're going to go to the um, our value pick, our first value pick, because we got two of them. Our first value pick is going to come from that Houston side. Uh, it's going to be Duke Johnson. He's 5,800 on FanDuel, 5K on DK. Uh, David Johnson uh, ended up being placed on the injured reserve with that concussion injury so we have essentially three weeks of duke johnson here and with david out duke saw 87 percent of the team running back opportunities that was third in the league with 20 total opportunities uh david johnson was one of the league leaders at the running back position in routes per game uh and duke picked up that workload as well running a pass route on, on a on 62 point five percent of Watson's dropbacks last week seeing four targets Duke should provide some real cheap volume uh and guess what it's a revenge game y'all so uh definitely love to I don't love to target that narrative but I like to point it out especially because it's just fun um but anyway Duke Johnson in a revenge game 20 total touches sub 6k on on FanDuel 5k on DK uh you know 20 touches for a running back that sub 6K on both sites rarely often happens. Uh, and so free squares, plugging away. Uh, Mike Davis, he's 5,400 on FanDuel, 4K on DK. So again, another value play here. CMC is out. So, uh, and again, another free square here. Uh, this week is our, our um, well, Mike Davis, he obviously has been filling in for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's out with that shoulder injury, so we get another week of Mike Davis, and this time he's priced all the way down because uh, obviously the industry was not expecting CMC to be out. That news came out a little bit late, but um, again, had some down games, but he should be able to provide provide value uh, here despite the tough matchup. Tampa Bay allows eight targets per game to the running back position, and, and we know Davis is utilized in the pass game. Uh, obviously, he, he'd been vultured a few times by Curtis Samuel with some goal line opportunities, and we saw Samuel get some rushing attempts as well. But uh, Mike Davis, he's going to get 20 touches in this game, you know, 20 total opportunities, uh, and you know, continuing to see that target, that target work, that reception work, that should pr- that should provide uh, a safe floor for him, even if he doesn't score a touchdown, especially on DK, uh, especially at 4K. So, uh, yeah, Mike Davis. Um, he's somebody that we're getting into our lineups this week for sure, uh, especially if we want to be able to play these quarterbacks like a Kyler or a Josh Allen. Uh, Mike Davis and Duke Johnson provide that, especially if you want to get to this next guy, and that is going to be Devontae Adams, the cash game wide receiver. Um, again, he's at 9500 on FanDuel, 9K on DK. Uh, he's the man you should try to pay up for um, if you can. Even with the weather concerns, I'm really not all that scared with Adams. I mean, what was it, two weeks ago, I think we saw him um, only end up with, you know, three catches, I think. But uh, two of them were touchdowns. It was something stupid like that. So, uh, Devontae Adams, he's going to be in play every week. Um, 
again, this is like Michael Thomas from last year, but souped up Michael Thomas from last year because Michael Thomas wasn't even doing this. And uh, the the sites are noticing, man, 9,500 on FanDuel, 9K on DK, uh, play the man. In terms of my other cash game wide receiver, because I got to give y'all two options. I mean, if you if you want to go uh, Devontae Adams, that's fine. If, if you say, hey, John, can we get somebody a little bit cheaper? I don't want to pay 9500 for Devontae Adams, especially if there's supposed to be wind and some snow and all this stuff. I got you. Don't worry about it. Terry McLaurin, uh, going up against Detroit, 6800 on on DK, 7K on FanDuel. Um, this is a guy, man, 47% of the team air yards. Uh, on the season, which leads the NFL. Over the last three weeks, he's third in target share at 37%. He's basically proven to be quarterback proof, as my man Greg would say. He's a young D-hop man. My man is rising, a rising star in this league. He was one of the best receivers as a rookie, and he's putting again on repeat as one of the best receivers in the league as a sophomore, as a second-year player. So, um, you know, the matchup here is good, too. Desmond Trufant of the, of the Detroit Lions, he is far from intimidating. Uh, he's just as bad as the corners he is. He left in Atlanta uh, as he used to play there. But Desmond Trufant, uh, he's fifth amongst qualifying cornerbacks this week in target rate per snap. He's sixth in uh, reception rate per snap. And he's third in both half and full point uh, PPR points per coverage snap. So... That's a, uh, basically my way of saying I love Terry and I love I love especially love Terry this week, man. So um, GPP wide receivers, Stefan Diggs, uh, 7,500 on DK, 7,900 on FanDuel. He's Allen's top target, target got 36% of the team uh, target share over the last three weeks. He's got 37% of the team air yards on the season. Uh, he's expected to see Patrick Peterson, who's just been okay, but... Again, with the high total, I, I'm expecting Diggs to be targeted a lot this week. And so, um, you know, Kyler, obviously, I mean, we can play Kyler, we can play, and we can play D-Hop, but uh, Kyler's one of those guys we can play alone, but you bring it back with a Stephon Diggs. Uh, that, that, is, that is, in my opinion, the way to do it this week. Um, at the other GPP wide receiver, it's got to be Cooper Cup, man. That's my guy. Uh, my start of the week this week, 6,900 on DK, 7,700 on FanDuel. Over the last three weeks, has a 28% target share, uh, 12.5 targets um, per game. Uh, so, again, this is a high total. I, Jared Goff, he's Greg's start of the week. Uh, I have some – my contrarian brain is is obviously working a little bit with the DFS stuff. Uh, so I'm not entirely into Goff from a DFS perspective this week. Um, but – this is cup. This is uh, Cooper Cup allows us a way to get into that passing attack into this game. Um, he's just one of the ways, right? There's many ways that we can do that, and, and that we'll cover in a little bit. But um, by you know, you choose his top target, who's in a great spot, and so uh, you can essentially um, get in on some of that action without actually having to commit to it. Um, my value play at the wide receiver position, man, it's going to be Jerry Judy versus the the Las Vegas Raiders. Shout out to my my Haitian brethren, Sakpase Maboule, brother. Uh, my boy was hot last week, man. He was on fire. 5,600 on DK, 5,800 on FanDuel. Over the last three weeks, he's seen 8.7% uh, of 8.7 targets per game, 23% of the team targets. Uh, and on the season, he's he's got a 31 uh, 31% of the team air yards. Uh, Locke has been locking in on him as of late. So, uh, Jerry Judy, somebody that we can look to for some cheap wide receiver production this week. 
moving on to the tight end position, my cash game tight end is going to be Evan Ingram. Uh, Greg, I hope you're not listening to this. Uh, but 5,600 on FanDuel, 4,500 on DK. Uh, second on the team. Uh, he's second on the main slate in tight end target share over the last three weeks at 27%. Uh, only one of three tight ends on the main slate with with at or over 20% of their team targets over that span. Uh, the Eagles are fifth in touch round, touchdown rate allowed uh, per target to the tight end position. Uh, obviously, he hasn't been great all year, but the price and the matchup are good, so I'm um, willing, to, willing to do it this week with Evan Ingram. Uh, my GPP position, or my GPP tight end, is going to be uh, Mike Gusecki, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I know, the tight end position, it sucks. But Mike Gusecki, 5,300 on FanDuel, 4,300 on DK. Uh, it's been an up-and-down year for Gusecki. Uh, there's no week-to-week consistency in terms of his usage, uh, but last week he saw, you know, four targets, which is the most he's seen in about a month. Uh, Preston Williams got injured last week as well; it was placed on the injured reserve, so this could open up more targets here for Gusecki as uh, Tua tries to get more comfortable with his weapons. Uh, but the Chargers they allow the fourth highest touchdown rate per target uh, to the position, and we and we know he's utilized down in the red zone. Uh, it's definitely risky, but. We know the upside he carries if he sees a significant amount of targets. My value pick at the tight end position, it's got to be Jacob Hollister. Uh, obviously, you've heard me talk about this man all week. He's my stream of the week at the tight end position. And uh, he's 2,600 on DK, uh, 4,700 on FanDuel. He played a season high 48% of the team snaps, which, again, led all Seattle tight ends. Ran a, ran a route on uh, over 30% of the team dropbacks, which was only second on the team. Uh, to Greg Olson in, at the tight end position, and he saw a team high seven, uh, a team tight end high seven targets. Um, so this tight end workload seems to be trending in his direction, and he's not the worst guy to use as a pump play this week, especially when you're getting attached to to Russell Wilson and a high total. Moving on to the defense and the special teams, my cash game pick at defense this week. It's got to be New Orleans nine and a half point favorites, uh, second largest. Um, t- second largest favorites on the week, 3K on DK, 4,500 on FanDuel, going up against San Francisco. Uh, the San Francisco offensive line is actually pretty decent, but the, the New Orleans defensive line has been coming on as of late. They rank fourth in adjusted sack rate and playing against a backup quarterback. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, a backup quarterback at home. Hopefully they can, you know, create a couple turnovers here. So uh, my GPP pick at the uh, defensive special teams positions going to be Washington uh, going up against Detroit. Uh, they're 3,800 on FanDuel, 3,200 on DK. They're first in a, a defensive line adjusted sack rate while the Detroit Lions offensive line ranks, uh, well, I guess they rank 30th or 29th uh, rather. Uh, that combo is, is the best matchup on the week in terms of offensive lines versus defensive lines and adjusted in adjusted sack rates so uh, Washington they are three-point underdogs but I actually picked them to win this game so I like them to come through this week my value pick at the defense and special teams position is going to be Las Vegas uh, the, the Raiders at 3500 on FanDuel 2500 on DK uh, they get to go up against Drew Locke. And if, the, if they only counted stats from the first two and a half quarters, they probably finish as a top five defense this week since Locke decides to play. Uh, well, since that's when Locke decides to play, not till like the fourth quarter or whatever. But, you know, this is 
a little bit of a scary one. I, I'm not never confident putting the Raiders into my lineup, but um, you know, the, at at 2,500 on on DK especially, they provide a nice floor. Uh, you know, especially with Locke being as bad as as he's been, so definitely um, one of the pump plays at the defensive position this week for me. In terms of uh, other games, I'm looking to target or. Other players from games that are on my radar. Um, I'm going to start with, obviously, the big game of the week. That's going to be Arizona and Buffalo. Uh, in that game, obviously, talked about Murray. Talked about Allen a little bit. Obviously, you, you all know, um, in terms of DFS, uh, especially just fantasy, uh, Josh Allen, uh, me and him have this love-hate relationship because, obviously, me being a Jets fan, him being a Buffalo Bills quarterback, I, I want the real Josh Allen, the the real football Josh Allen to not succeed. Um, but when he's succeeding in fantasy, it's pretty awesome. So, um, obviously, Josh Allen, he's definitely on the radar this week. Uh, I just have Kyler Murray as the better play just because, uh, frankly, Josh Allen just hasn't hadn't played well the last few weeks. Obviously, had the game, the game against Seattle. Uh, but Kyler's just been, he's been on one last year. He's been uh, essentially what Lamar was last year. Uh, so I'm just going to continue to to roll him out. Um, you know, the hundred dollars in savings, not that significant. Now, if we're talking about a thousand dollars in savings, eight hundred dollars in savings, um, then yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Allen. But um, anyway, love these both both these quarterbacks this week. Uh, the, they're both in great spots. Naturally, I love their offense of their number one receivers. Um, each of them expected to see some shadow coverage. Uh, Stefan Diggs expected to see a good amount of Patrick Peterson, like we talked about again. I don't really, I don't really care for that. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins going up against Trey White, who's been struggling a little bit. So, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, who actually I think he gave Trey White some work a little bit last year. I know there was some, there was some talk when they played in the playoffs, Houston versus Buffalo. I know there was some smoke. So uh, I like I like that I like a little uh, a little drama. So we're gonna see uh, D Hop if he can if he can dominate these targets like he has been. You know, only saw three targets in the game against Miami. It was a little weird of a you know a little weird game, but um, you know Miami secondary is pretty good. I think they're a little underrated. So um, you know DeAndre Hopkins should see a decent amount of targets. So he's definitely in play. But I also like the auxiliary pieces. As well, I mean, on the Buffalo side, you got John Brown, who he's back and healthy. So, um, seeing six targets a game uh, over the last three weeks, a 20% target share uh, on the years, seeing almost 70 air yards per game. Uh, you know, John Brown has been really good. So, uh, I would, you know, I, I would like to roll him out there, uh, especially this week. He, especially on FanDuel, that price on FanDuel. Uh, criminal 5100 or whatever it is in a game like this with a high total uh, revenge game so yeah uh, definitely like that and then the running backs too uh, specifically Chase Edmonds uh, I really like Chase, Chase Edmonds this week going up against Buffalo uh, you know the Buffalo defense has not been great and Chase Edmonds saw a bulk of the opportunities I'm expecting Kenyon Drake even if he is active you know I'm expecting not to see much of him um, so maybe you don't play Edmonds in cash uh, maybe you maybe you wait and see what the uh, reports look like on Drake um, before maybe even doing something like that. But I would you know definitely look to him in a GPP this week um, if I'm especially if I'm targeting uh, this game. So 
uh, on the Buffalo side, uh, obviously, you know, we, we are high on Zach Moss. Um, you know, I think the touchdown variance uh, is always going to be a problem for him uh, playing playing with a quarterback like Josh Allen. Um, but, you know, he's he's in play. I just I don't know how much upside there is in a GPP. Uh, he's you know, he's uh, he's not seeing, you know, the he's not seeing the bulk of the work. Uh, and so you would kind of just need him to score uh, multiple touchdowns, have a one or, you know, have a two touchdown day in order for him to really make up uh, the value there. Uh, so, you know, I would be more inclined to play Chase Edmonds in the same game. And then there's this Tampa Bay Carolina game. You got a 50 and a half point total. Bucks are four and a half point favorites. Uh, I really like the Tampa Bay side. You know, Tom Brady, um, I think he's going to be. I think he's gonna come out and try to destroy this Carolina team as much as much as he can. And it's not like they they can't be beat. Uh, you look at what obviously Patrick Mahomes did to them last week, um, and you know what they were able to do. I think you know Tampa Bay should be able to do some of those some of those things when you consider the weapons that they have on the outside with Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Gronk. Um, so yeah, I, I really do like the Tampa Bay offense in this one. Um, I'm yeah, I'm I'm really more in on the pass game. Um, from a DFS standpoint, I'm really more in on the pass game. Um, in terms of another game that I'm looking at, the Seattle Rams game, obviously that is one uh, with a high total as well. A lot of good pieces in that game. Obviously, Jared Goff is someone that's probably going to be pretty popular. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, um, Cooper Cup. Robert Woods, Josh Reynolds, I think, is also in play as well. Um, I, th- I think people are on to him, though. I've seen his name. I've heard his name a lot. Uh, so, you know, maybe if you're, you know, if you're playing in a GPP, he's, he may have a relatively high ownership uh, for someone that has price. But um, on the other side of the Seattle, on the Seattle side, DK Metcalf, obviously, uh, he's in play. The question is, what's going to happen with Jalen Ramsey? Uh, he's come out and said he's not going to shadow DK Metcalf. Uh, does it even matter? That one, we really don't even know. Um, but that, w- if I mean, just inherently thinking, if Jalen Ramsey is going to be on DK, um, that's not a matchup that I really want to bet on DK winning. Um, Jalen Ramsey, very long, very athletic. I think he can match up with DK very well um, and just be a pest for him all day. So uh, it's going to be a fun to match up to watch if we do get to see it. But uh, that would make me more inclined to lean towards Tyler Lockett. Um, you know, but if we're talking about the number three receivers, David Moore, also somebody that he's in play. Um, you know, I've been, I'll be honest, I've been playing him uh, in DraftKings. Uh, lately, almost every week, he's like 3K on there, and he, he hits his he hits 2x every single week, um, playing with Russell Wilson. So, uh, definitely someone I'm interested in. Um, I think this this run game, man. I mean, it's it's tough to be in on the um, it's tough to be in on the on the Rams rushing rushing attack when you don't really have full confidence in who the number one back is going to be. Um, but if I had to pick one, it, it would be Daryl Henderson. But again, I'm I'm not I'm not doing it this week. I'm not going to put myself through that this week. If I miss out, I miss out. Um, it is what it is. Um, 
but in terms of all, you know, sorry, one more game that I'm looking at in terms of a game that's going to be the Chargers and the Dolphins. Um, obviously, talked about Tua. Um, obviously, y'all know how we feel about Herbert on this podcast. Might as well name it after him at this point. Um, but I think he's somebody that, I mean, this again, this Miami defense, uh, it's been, it's, pr- it's pretty good, you know, so it, it is a little bit, a little, I don't want to say it's scary for Herbert, but it's just a little scary for Herbert, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be afraid to play him or, um, especially not season long, but I wouldn't be afraid to, uh, go after him in, in this game as well. Um, and then, you know, obviously we got to bring his weapons around with it. So who do we bring? I've, I've said earlier in the week, I'm, I'm with Keenan Allen, man. Uh, uh, he's, he's going to lead this team in targets by a wide margin. Um, he's, he's going to be targeted a significant amount. And so, um, you know, he's the guy that I would want to bring it back with. And he's the only guy that I, I would really have much trust in. Question is, do you trust Hunter Henry to get it done this week? Um, I think that we can, uh, especially on a week like this, not many tight ends to be able to, to go to. So I think we can get it done with Hunter Henry this week as a, as a GPP play at the tight end position. Um, and then on the, you know, obviously talked about Gusecki as well. Um, you know, Devontae Parker, he's he's going to be the other guy. Uh, Jakeem Grant as well, though. He's been getting some run. Uh, Preston Williams is out. He's been seeing some targets. I mean, his targets are they're more like gadget play targets. They're not down. They're not deep down the field or anything. Um, they're just more short, uh, short part of the, you know, f- short part of the field. Expect him to make some plays after the catch. Um, but obviously, he's got that punt return, kick return upside. If he cribs one of those, um, then that obviously provides you um, a touchdown for the, for those. So, uh, yeah, Jakeem Grant, definitely someone to keep on the radar, um, definitely for sure. Um, offenses that I'm looking at, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know we were supposed to go to them last week against Dallas, and I, James Conner, he was my start of the week, or one of my starts of the week. Uh, you know, Deontay Johnson was in a great spot. Chase Claypool in a great spot. Uh, Juju ends up coming through. Um, as he's been the last few weeks. Um, but the Cincinnati defense is about just as bad as that Dallas defense last week was. And so uh, I'm comfortable going back to these guys in the same spot. Uh, James Conner, again, this is essentially you know the same spot that they were in last week, I think, except last week they were like 10-point favorites or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. But six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Um, yeah, James, again, James Conner. I think this is a great spot for him going up against Cincinnati. I uh, still like Deontay Johnson because of the targets. Uh, Juju Smith still going to get targets. Uh, Chase Claypool going to be that upside, that boom play that we like to like we like that we like to hit on. Um, so you know, definitely look for him. Look to him for that. Um, and then I think that is all I got. Obviously, talked about Green Bay with um, you know with Aaron Jones. Uh, and Devontae Adams with the weather concerns and all the other quarterbacks not really looking to go uh, into Aaron Rodgers. Um, but uh, speaking of weather, Cleveland, Houston, obviously talking about the running game there. Uh, Deshaun Watson would have been, he would have been on this list. He, he would have been someone that we talked about, him and his weapons, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller. I have not spoken about them because of this wind, because of this weather, I do not even. I'm not even going to entertain that game from a uh, from a DFS standpoint. Um, you know, again, we're we're investing in situations. Uh, we're investing in 
uh, you know, points. We're investing in good offenses and you can't invest in, you know, obviously you can invest in whatever you want, but um, investing in a game like the Houston Cleveland game, investing in that pass game um, could be trouble. So uh, there's expected to be mile, winds, winds at 50 miles per hour, uh, potentially worse than what happened, what we had a few weeks ago in that game. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really staying away from it. Um, and then just, I guess, some quick hits. Uh, you know, James Robinson, he's obviously in play in terms of the volume. The matchup is great as well. Um, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's in a great spot. So uh, definitely looking to him. Uh, Miles Sanders um, going up against the the New York Giants. Uh, obviously, the run the run the run defense for the Giants is pretty good, but uh, they give up a ton of receptions to the running back position. Miles Sanders he is one of the the league leaders in routes run at the running back position. Uh, you know targets target share when he was active. So he's obviously someone that we can play. Um, oh, and then this other offense that I, I didn't touch on meant totally meant to do this too. The New Orleans Saints, uh, that whole thing, right? Um, whether it's Drew Brees, who's in a great spot here, he, he you know he is somebody that I think actually we can play. I mean, the, only, the only problem with Brees is does San Fran make it a game? Uh, how much upside do we really get um, from Brees there? So that's the thing there. But he's definitely in play, like a Brees, Kamara, Michael Thomas stack. That's something that we can totally. Um, get away with this week, I think. So yeah, I think that's pretty much all of the games I'm targeting this week. Uh, offenses, situations, players. Um, so again, good luck today, everybody. Uh, good luck this week. Hope you not only kill it in DFS. Hope you win your season-long matchups as well. Uh, it's that playoff push. Got to get to these playoffs. So um, thank you for listening, everybody. Please, if you enjoy the show. Uh, go leave us a rate and review uh, five stars write us the review that always helps a ton um, and then if you could follow us on twitter and instagram at ff diagnostics you can follow greg on instagram at we underscore made it and then you can follow me on twitter and instagram at jr football nerd have a good one everybody and we are out